Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. Everybody, shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 73 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. Welcome back, Svia. Hey. How are you today? <laughs> it's good to be back. I'm feeling a lot better, well enough to be here, so praise God. Amen. Amen. The Lord has given you new strength. Yes. Amen. I liked your little intro last week, though. Did you? You were listening, yeah. huh? I am a faithful listener. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey this show makes you well when you're sick. Yes, definitely. Hallelujah. You're still running for Jesus, mm-hmm. and your nose is not running. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right now. I know you can kind of hear it in my voice a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, God's grace is good, and I'm still here, so... Thank you, Lord. Running the race set before you with endurance. Yes. Amen. Amen. And we have to endure different things in this life. Yeah, that's right. But best of all, it's good to be healthy in Jesus. Yes. Amen. It's good to have a healthy spirit. Mm -hmm. These bodies might be passing away, but our spirits can be healthy. Our body might be dying, but I'll always be alive. Amen. 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 So on today's show, we want to talk about the most obedient way to obey. Mm. So a couple episodes ago, we were talking about something we can't love without. What was that? Obedience. Obedience. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the little song that we played? O-B-E-D-I-E-N-C-E. Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Amen. Amen. Whoopee. Whoopee. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I, I didn't forget. But <laughs> one part of that song, it says, action is the key. Do it immediately and joy you will receive. Mm-hmm. Action yeah. is the key. Do it immediately. Mm. That's a good little rhyme to remember that, huh? Yeah. That actually reminds me of that little missionary story. Mm. Um, there was a young boy who was playing underneath a tree And the father was a missionary, and this was in some kind of foreign country. Mm. And he saw the little boy playing underneath this tree, and there was a deadly snake hanging above him. Mm. And the father called to his son, and he said, Johnny, drop to your knees and crawl to me. And he did it immediately. Mm. And afterwards, the father explained to him 
why he asked him to do this strange thing right there so quickly and suddenly. Mm-hmm. And but automatically he just obeyed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if he would have stopped and asked, Well, why, Daddy? Yeah. Why? He would have been bit. Right. Very likely could not have turned out the same way. Exactly. Maybe you're told to do something immediately, and maybe it's going to cause a little bit of pain to save you from a whole lot of pain. Mm, That's true. We're going to have difficulties in this life. In this world, you will have tribulation, Mm. but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Yes. Just the other morning, the Lord spoke the same verse to both of us as we were sick. Right. Right. I woke up and I had that verse on my mind and I shared it with you. You're like, wow, the same verse was just on my mind just a second ago. Yeah. Wow. So in this world, we're going to have trouble, yes. but there's going to be more trouble if we're not obeying the Lord immediately. Mm, that's true. You can add trouble on top of trouble that wasn't needed. Right. So the wisest and most honorable way to obey is to obey immediately, mm-hmm. right? Not later. Yeah. Later may never come. That's right. And delaying to obey is disobeying. Mm, That's right. But we should praise God for his patience, though, with Mm. us. Because if you're disobeying like this, delaying to obey, you can still repent and start to obey Mm. as long as there's still time. Yes. So we can always praise God for his patience with us, right? Mm, Yes. And we see this in the parable of the two sons that our Lord Jesus Christ shared. In Matthew chapter 21, 28 to 32, he was speaking to the chief priests and the elders, and he was contrasting them with the tax collectors and the harlots, those that they despised. The Lord said, what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, these are the chief priests and the elders that he's talking to here. Mm. So you know who he's talking to. Yeah. They said to him, the first. Jesus said to them, assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. Mm. So he was actually telling a parable to them about them Mm. and how they didn't obey. They weren't like the first one who said, no, I won't go. But Mm. he regretted it. He had godly sorrow and he turned around and he obeyed. So here it shows that there was a delayed obedience, but they repented Yeah, and they got right and they obeyed. Now it's not the best way to obey, Mm. but at least there was obedience here. That's kind of the story of my life, you know. I um, knew the way of the Lord from a young girl. In a lot of ways, I knew what to do. I knew the right way, but I did not obey the voice of the Lord, and I went my own way. And then the Lord, you know, really got a hold of my heart, and I repented, and I got a second chance. You know, the mercy of God was given to me, and I got a second chance. And then it was like, you know, I was so thankful for that second chance in life. Amen. And that was true obedience that happened in your life, just like the first one here in this parable. Yeah. They didn't go at first. They didn't obey. Mm. But then when they did obey, it was real obedience. Mm. But you have many people that say yes to the Lord. They say yes. They say, I'll do this. I'll do this. But they don't do it. Mm. They're like Christians in name only. Right. And in word only, Mm. but not in deed. Just like Jesus said to them, you acknowledge me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. 
Right. So that's not obedience. We want to be ones who truly obey the Lord. The wisest and most honorable way to obey is to obey immediately. There are times that the Lord gives more time, but we don't want to take that for granted. Right. Psalms 119 verse 60, I made haste and did not delay to keep your commandments. Mm. That's the most obedient way to obey. Amen. That's the heart that the Lord is after. Mm. That's a man after God's own heart. Amen. David was a man after God's own heart. Praise God, he was patient with him too when yeah. he disobeyed God. Wow. But look, he was like the one who regretted it and mm-hmm. repented when he had done all that evil and God restored him. But most of his life is marked with making haste and not delaying to keep his commandments. Right. That's most of David's life. Yes. And then when God called Abraham, we see absolutely no hesitation on his part to obey the Lord. In Genesis chapter 12, one through four, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Our family's blessed, right? Yes, amen. (laughs) Because of his obedience? Yeah. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. This is immediate obedience Mm. on his part. Amen. So how many of us would have left everything behind to follow God, just like Abraham? That's challenging. Right? Yeah. He didn't even know the Lord like some of us do. He didn't have all these years of knowing the Lord like some of us do. Mm. It was radical, immediate obedience that occurred over and over in the life of Abraham. Wow. And we see this again in Genesis 17 when God makes a covenant with Abraham and blesses him with all kinds of promises. Mm. Remember, from Sarah is going to come this child of promise. Yes. He's going to make him a blessing to all these nations. His descendants will be like the stars, promises him all these things. And then he commands Abraham and all the males of his people and his company to be circumcised as a sign of the covenant between him and God. Mm. And we know of circumcision now. It's for the most part, something that is kind of commonly practiced right. in hospitals mm-hmm. with, with children. Yes. But this wasn't commonly practiced. This wow. was something brand new God was commanding him to do. He was promising him blessings, but he said, okay, here's a, a commandment. You need to do this as a sign of the covenant between you and me. Okay. And it was no small thing because Abraham was 99 years old. These are grown wow. men. Yikes. <laughs> can, you, can you think about that? Can you imagine that? Yeah. Is that something really easy to obey? No. And there was not anesthetics like there is now. Like there weren't pain relievers probably and things like that. Just the blessing of God. Right. I Just mean, the blessing of God upon him. Yeah. Of course, there's no better pain reliever than God himself. Yes. You know, and this was something very unique here, okay, between God and man. Mm. So I think the Lord was giving him grace because he gives grace to the humble, right? Yes, He's going to give course. him supernatural grace. To go through this at 99 years old, something supernatural is going on here. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me laugh. Oh, man. But it wasn't funny back then, huh? No, it wasn't Genesis 17, 23. (laughs) So Abraham took Ishmael, his son, all who were born in his house and all who were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskins that very same day, as God had said to him. Mm. Was there delayed obedience there? No, I mean, that's some instant obedience, even for all the others. Radical. Who had to submit to that, you know? 
Radical. It's like, wow, they were Mm -hmm. in pain for a little while after that. Yeah. So sometimes there's pain in obeying God. Yeah. But it's blessed pain. That's true. Just like the scripture in the New Testament says, if you suffer as a Christian, you are blessed. Mm. But if you suffer as an evildoer, you're under a curse. Yeah, that's true. So Abraham was blessed. Amen. But we see some radical immediate obedience right there. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. So Abraham is an example, not only of obedience, but immediate obedience. Mm. He didn't question God. Like, God, are you sure you really want me to do that? I am 99, you know. Right. Is there some other way, please? Right. (sighs) You know? Anything else, let this cup pass from me, please. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So he didn't question God. Mm. The scripture says, do all things without disputing, Mm. without complaining, without arguing. Wow. And we can do all things through Christ. We can't do it ourselves. No way Abraham could have done this without God's strength. No. And God did strengthen him. He promised him all of these blessings. And we have every blessing in Christ Jesus that's been promised to us. We have that too. Yes, amen. We have reason to obey, right? Yes, we do. The treasures that are in Christ are a lot more than the pain from obeying. Mm. So do we simply obey God without questioning? That's an examination for each of us. Do I simply obey God without questioning? Or... Do I question God and then maybe obey? Because hmm. I think that's the temptation. Yeah, you know, and I think of, you know, like sometimes the Lord calls us to do something and we maybe give a piece of ourselves to it, mm. but then hold some back. You know, just thinking mm. about how we can sometimes hold ourselves back a little bit from fully obeying God mm. instantly, like everything, 100%. And, you know, I think sometimes the blessing of God will wait for us to be all in, so to Mm, speak, you know? That's right. That's right. Amen. Why am I not blessed? Well, maybe a lot of times I'll ask someone, well, did God command you to do something and maybe you didn't do it or did it halfway? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe think about the last thing God spoke to you and did you obey it? And then maybe your your blessing will start when when you go back to that and just start obeying again. Yeah, do it while you can. Yes, amen. But we see in the New Testament, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they do as their father Abraham. Matthew chapter 4, 18 to 22. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Mm. They were doing the deeds of their father, Abraham. Remember, the Lord spoke to the Pharisees when they were saying, Abraham's our father. He said, you don't do the deeds of your father, Abraham. Mm, Right. You do the deeds of your father, the devil. Mm. Now, if there's anyone disobedient, it's the devil. Right. But here you see these men doing the deeds of their father, Abraham. Wow. Immediately obeying. If you just look at it really simply, like Jesus was saying, Mm -hmm. if you're obeying the devil, then you're a child of the devil. If you're obeying God, you're a child of God. That's right. It's real simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at someone's life and you see them disobeying God. That's the whole earmark of their life is disobedience to God. Mm -hmm. You can be sure 
that God is not their father. They're not of the Lord. They're of the devil. That's right. Praise God. They don't have to continue being children of the devil, though. Amen. Amen. They can obey God. He is the author of eternal salvation to those who obey him, right? Mm. Amen. And so we, we are called to make disciples. And the Lord said, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all things I have taught you. Mm, yes. So you aren't a disciple maker if you're in disobedience. Right. Because you're not going to teach people to obey God as they see you disobeying God. Right. That's a bad example. Yeah. So we want others to see that example of obedience in our life. Mm, yes. Out of love, just like our previous episode. Amen. It's motivated by love. And see, we see these men, these fishermen, right? They fall in love with Jesus Christ. He's the mm. Messiah. Is there anyone more lovable than God in the flesh? Right. And so they didn't drop a hobby, mm. these fishermen. They didn't just leave a hobby, something that they were just doing casually. Yeah. They left their whole livelihood. Wow. They left their whole business. Mm. Follow me. Mm. I got a new business for you. Wow. It's just like Abraham, follow me into a land you know nothing about. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. You know, a lot of times we think about that scripture and you don't really think it that way. Like they were dropping their whole livelihood. Yeah. Sometimes I have thought of it like, oh, they're just fishing. Like we think about fishing as a hobby. Right. But it was an occupation for them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, their whole, it was their whole life. Wow. That's powerful. And they gave up everything in their lives. Mm. And immediately follow Jesus. Relationships, material things, mm. everything was surrendered immediately. Mm, that's, that's radical obedience. Yeah. So why should we obey the Lord like this without question or delay? Because he deserves that kind of loyalty and submission from us. Wow. He deserves it. Yes. That's why. Yeah. And the Lord expects this of us, his disciples. He expects it mm. because he deserves it. <laughs> He's earned it. Yeah. He was already worthy of it, but he has shown himself to us in such a way that the love of Christ is supposed to compel us on to this kind of radical obedience. Mm. Amen. He expects this of disciples, and it's much different to be a disciple of Jesus Christ than to just be a believer in Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes. Amen. And then we see Philip in the book of Acts who was another real disciple in the early church who radically obeyed immediately. Hmm. And with Philip's life, the Lord gives us some insight into how lost souls can be affected positively or negatively by whether we immediately obey or not. Hmm. Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 27. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. Was that immediate obedience? Yeah, definitely. To God's command? Mm. And Philip's immediate obedience was used by God to get him to the right place at the right time, mm. to give the Ethiopian eunuch the right answer to what he was reading, Isaiah chapter 53. It's so amazing. Wow. Philip is there right at the perfect time wow. because he obeyed. Mm. How many times have we either obeyed or not obeyed? And ended up at the right place, a divine appointment or not. Yeah. Because of it. It's true. You know, this This is what this teaches right here. Yeah. We're disciples like Philip and God tells us to do things. Mm, yes. It's not just for us. So he was there to preach the Messiah who Isaiah 53 speaks all about. Mm. And he explained it all to him. And then 
He obeys the gospel, the Ethiopian eunuch. He obeys. Mm. Philip obeyed, brought the revelation to him, and he obeyed the gospel. And he was immediately baptized, which is another radical picture of obedience because our first immediate act of obedience as Christians should be to get baptized. Amen. Obedience led to more obedience. That's so awesome. You know, I have an example of this when I was in Israel sharing the gospel. You know, sometimes you can be really feeling like sharing the gospel, and then other times you really don't feel like it. But, you know, you know that you've been called by God to do this as Christians. So we can sometimes do it without feeling like doing it, you know? And I have this princess track that I've taken all over the world to different places. Mm -hmm. And I had that with me that night. And I just started finding women and handing them out. It was it was like a Friday night, I think, or Saturday night. It was some party night, you know? Yeah, all the more reason to give out the princess tracks, right? Yes. Because he's trying to make princesses out there. Exactly. Yeah. So I found myself starting to give them out. And as I gave out one, the Lord was just increasing my zeal. He was just building upon that zeal and giving me more and more zeal. So then I would hand out another one and another one. And then it was like, I couldn't miss anyone. I had to give it to the next person. And it was like the Lord was just showing me their souls and the desperate need that they had for the gospel. Amen. And it compelled me to give more and more and more of these out to all the women I could see. Mm. you know. And it was just like the zeal was building. And then I remember being in a totally other part of Tel Aviv and giving one out to um, Maria, mm-hmm. who she was the person who introduced us to the place where we were staying at the day before. Right. And I was on a totally other side of Tel Aviv. And, and I we saw see her, her inside of a... Aroma Cafe. Aroma Cafe, that's right. I was yeah. about to say Starbucks, but there's no Starbucks <laughs> there's in Israel. There's no Starbucks in Israel. I actually Israel. love that. Aroma they Cafe. They kicked Starbucks out of Israel. <laughs> Aroma is way better, by the way. Aroma Coffee. And it's cool because we're to be an aroma of life. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And so I saw Maria there and I gave her the gospel track. Well, she had my number from communicating with us about our place that we were staying at. And this was a divine appointment because, you know, you don't just run into the same person twice in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Tel Aviv is huge. And so for me to run into her was, right. I knew it was God. And I gave her that track and she thanked me. She was so thankful for it. Yeah. And it she... Was perfectly timed. Yeah. Well, Lord then, got us to the right place at the right time, just like Philip with the Ethiopian eunuch. Yes. And I remember having this heart to heart with her. And she told me later on a text, she said, you know, I haven't been able to sleep for many nights. Mm. And tonight I read your little card that you gave me and I was able to sleep for the first time. And I don't know (laughs) how long she was just struggling with this anxiety that she couldn't shake. And God blessed her with this beautiful words from his spirit, you know, But I just think about if I would have disobeyed that prompting when I didn't feel like doing it and just went with that and never gave those out to those women, I don't think I would have ever given that to Maria. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And the Ethiopian eunuch, you think he had a good night's sleep that night too after he was baptized? Yeah. Wow. After Philip went in obedience to him, right? Yeah. He had joy like he never knew going back to Ethiopia on that road, right? Yeah. And and it's kind of similar because Philip... He was obeying the Lord before he was commanded to go and obey the Lord to bring the gospel to that Ethiopian. Yeah. Because he was in Samaria preaching the gospel. Mm. And there was a revival that happened already that he was a part of in the Samaria area. Yeah. And then God called him to go down this other road. 
So because he had been obeying God, then he had power to go and obey him for more. Right. Our obedience, we get to see the Lord's blessing, and then it helps us to obey in the future. Yeah, it, one act of obedience can build up to greater right. and greater and, and greater. That, and that's deeper. what happened with Philip. Yeah. So how can we learn to be more instant? Like you were talking about being instant, in season, mm-hmm. out of season. Sometimes we feel like it, sometimes we don't. How can we learn to be more instant, more immediate in our obedience to the Lord, like Philip and like other radical disciples of Christ throughout all history? To obey God more radically, we must listen to God more attentively. Mm, yes. They go hand in hand together. We want to listen. We want to hear him more clearly in order to obey him more immediately. Mm, yes. Amen. Amen. And the New Testament word for obedience is hupakoe. And it's a compound word of two Greek words. And when you put them together, it means to hear under. So biblical obedience means listening attentively to God with the heart of submission or coming under what God says. Mm. Then you do what he said. That's what obedience means. So this starts with us sitting at his feet and hearing his word. Yeah. Spending time at his feet. That's a kind of a picture of being under the Lord. He's above you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And remember he blessed Mary. Remember Martha She wasn't hearing under. Mm -hmm. She wasn't attentively listening and submitting. She was getting anxious and busy. Yeah. But Mary was at his feet listening. Mm. And Martha got upset and said, Master, why don't you tell Mary to come and help me in the kitchen? And the Lord said, Martha, you're anxious about many things, Mm. but only one thing is necessary. And Mary has chosen that good part. See, that's a picture of hearing under. We're listening underneath the Lord, attentively submitting, and then we do what he says. So each of us in our time with the Lord, sitting at his feet, we can look for commands to obey Mm -hmm. during our our daily time in his word. And then we can be watchful for unique circumstances God might give us to obey a command that he may have shown us, ready to submit to what he says. Mm -hmm. That's obedience. In James chapter 4, verse 17, it says, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. So delayed obedience. When you know something to obey and you delay to obey it, it is sin. Mm. You know the good you should do, but you don't do it. You're hearing, but you're not doing it. Mm. That is sin. And so we all probably have examples of this yeah. where we've failed in this yes. way. Now we should be growing as disciples, yeah. hearing more, obeying more by his grace. Yeah, by his grace. Amen. But I remember a very distinct time in my life where I didn't obey the Lord. Mm. And I was spending time with the Lord. He had spoken to me to do something, and I didn't do it immediately. Mm. Delayed to obey, and it was sin. And as we saw, our obedience or lack of obedience has consequences in other people's lives too. So I was seeking the Lord, and the Lord had told me to go share with somebody, share him. We don't keep him to ourselves. Right. We have Christ in our life to share. There's enough of him to share with everybody. Yeah. So the Lord told me to go share with somebody, but I waited a week to go do that. I delayed to obey what the Lord told me to do. Yeah. And she died a week earlier. Wow. The Lord was telling me to go a week earlier, Mm. but I delayed to obey. And then she died of a drug overdose. Yeah. So that was delayed obedience, right? Yeah. And I think this was a big part of your testimony because this was someone that you had introduced to a life of sin. Yeah. 
Well, I introduced to drugs. Introduced her to drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And this was someone who took it really far and went way farther than you did Mm -hmm. with it. And um, she overdosed on drugs and died. Mm -hmm. And then you showed up a week later to obey God. You were there at the door and the mother answers the door just crying. Yeah. Like she just died a week ago. Right. I was, I, I was so convicted and so broken and so grieved. Mm. And I was just weeping before the Lord. Yeah. Because of my disobedience to God. Mm. Yeah. And I had to I had to really press into the Lord and and get healing from the Lord and repent of that and be yeah. cleansed. And but the Lord was trying to show me how important it is to obey him immediately. It can have life and death consequences. Right. So I don't know if she would have repented or not, mm. but the Lord's telling you to do something, it's not for no good reason. Right. Right? Yeah. So Philip goes to that, down that road to Gaza. It's not for no good reason. Mm. The Lord wants to save that Ethiopian eunuch. Yeah. Right? Exactly. And then he wants to bring the gospel all the way to Ethiopia and spread it through him. Mm. So that was a a real painful experience. Wow. So I share this for everyone listening. Don't delay to obey. Amen. Amen. You know, and I think of you now, honey, and I just want to encourage you with the fact that I see that that has worked in your life in such a way because now I don't see you passing up opportunities to share with people. Like every time you get opportunity, I mean, I'm just used to it because I just live this life with you. But um, literally for our listeners to know, every kind of place that we go to, our life is always flexible to stop. If someone needs the gospel, um, we a lot of times will stop in the middle of our day. You know, we'll, we'll stop at a gas station and my husband will be sharing the gospel with someone and it might take 20 minutes longer. But, you know, usually our plans are flexible and able to accommodate for that. And it's like, I don't ever see you miss an opportunity now. So I know God worked that in your life together for good for many, many other souls. But, um, you know, may this be something to encourage the listeners out there that if God tells you to do something, just do it quickly. Amen. So if we're thankful for our salvation, we need to give it out. Yeah. Amen. And Matthew chapter 7 the Lord Jesus Christ said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain descended And the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. Mm. So there's no stability. There's no foundation anymore. You reject the foundation of Christ, you'll have an eternity with no foundation, nothing Mm. secure ever again. It's an eternal fall into outer darkness. So I just want to encourage everybody. If you've heard the Lord's voice today, the Bible says, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart, yield to the Lord, Mm. obey the Lord today. Amen. We want to thank all of our listeners near and far for joining us for another episode of Spirit of Adoption Radio. And I know this is a little different, but I would like to share a little blessing with you. All of you who are obeying the Lord, I want to share the ironic blessing in Hebrew with you. Amen. That's the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. 
Amen. Say it in Hebrew. Yevarechecha Adonai veishmorecha, Ya'er Adonai ponavelecha vihunecha, Isa Adonai ponavelecha, Beasem lecha shalom. Shalom, shalom. Amen. 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 And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen. 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 And may the Lord bless you as you seek to obey him today. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha. Maranatha.